Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, January 2nd, 2023. Either you're back at the office today or you've still got one day off before reality lays you out like a linebacker. Welcome to the show, everyone. Back from the holiday break. Back at it. Back in business. You know, thank you to everyone who, um, you know, kind of took a little bit off for the holidays weekend and then last week I was working overnights all week and I just didn't really have the time to put in for all this. And I'd much rather let everything just play out and just come back and do all these recaps when I got back. A bit of a backlog, but such is the hockey life, lifestyle for everyone. So hope everybody did have a good holiday weekend. I honestly do believe that. We got most of the fun part of the hockey season is behind us as we've got Winter Classic we're dealing with right now. And in January, we're going to have all-star stuff coming up, but we will deal with that in a little bit and when the time comes. But also, everybody here, good. Everybody silver, close enough. Let's get right into the recaps. Let's go all the way, way back. Back to Wednesday, December 22nd. Remember that, everyone. Remember when you were a few days out from the holidays and you were stressed out over who's going to eat what and who's going to do what? Ah, classic fun times. But we go to the PPL Center, the Electrodrome. They're on the seventh of corner in Hamilton as the Bears traveled to take on the Lehigh Valley Fan- Phantoms, who have gotten a little frisky over the past couple weeks with the acquisition of Terry Anisimov and um, some actual more offensive contribution, but don't let anybody tell you, but um, the team's still not that good, and with the Flyers' lord and savior uh, Carter Hart now injured, uh, guess who's going up to Philadelphia? Yep, yours 
end mine, your favorite end mine, uh, Urson is going up to sub in for Hart. So the Bears, when they got out there to take on the Phantoms, it was Hunter Shepard. Yes, back from D.C., taking on Pat Nagel. How you doing? U.S. Olympian Pat Nagel. And he's more than happy to happy to tell you that. It's a Wednesday night there at the Electrodrome. And mm-mm, mm, the attendance <laughs> is not that good. And one could argue, yeah, it's the Wednesday before Christmas. Nobody's really going to get out there. I mean, come on, bro. There's more important things than hockey. Well, true and not wrong. Um, I certainly remember a fan base really pumping their chest over how they show up no matter how good the Phantoms are. The orange and black are always going to show up. Mm, well, well, let's just say it's just tough times there at the PPL, PPL Center. But again, it is a Wednesday night. Me and the boys are considering going back there at the end of the month. So... We'll see what that place looks like on a Saturday night and arrival comes to town. But anyway, on it, and the Bears are going after Lehigh, and um, Lehigh is taking it to Hershey a little bit early. But um, the boys are kind of holding ste- holding steady, trying to test Nagel. But the Phantoms, despite how not really good, they're not terrible, but they're not great either. It's still tough at home. It's still a tough place to play. And uh, the and Jake Massey's able to get a shot at the point. Long shot, tipped in front. Patsy, rebound, scores! Ethan Frank! Ethan Frank on the doorstep beats Pat Nagel! And that's a polite way to tell... Uh, how many fans there? 4,200. That's a polite way to tell 2,000 fans to sit down and shut up. Ethan Frank, his ninth of the season... Assist to Massey, his fourth, and Vecchione, his 14th. And the Bears are on the board. one nothing. Great job by the boys. Good to see that. Good to see that on them. And I love getting a goal there at the PPL to get up get up early. But um, late in the period, Bears try to get the puck out of the zone. And Aaron Ness ends up losing his stick. And he's looking around. Stick! 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 It either breaks... Or he doesn't have one. And he's yelling at people. Stick! Stick! And um, nobody gives him one. Which some of you will say, well, what's a what's the big deal out of that? Maybe nobody could get near him. Typically what happens with a defenseman. If a defenseman loses a stick, it's usually the responsibility of a winger or possibly the centerman to give him their stick. And because a winger, especially depending on the winger, ain't going to play much defense. They'll just kneel down for a shot. Losing a winger at the point without a stick isn't nearly as costly with a defenseman without a stick. Or even worse, a goalie without a stick. Even worse. But it's usually somebody's responsibility to give them that. Ness is like, hey, 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 guys, somebody, hey, hey, here, here. Nobody's handing it to them. The Phantoms get the puck down down low. Lysik, Lexil? Luxill gets below the net, sees, sees Ness without a stick and just slides it over. Ness tries to kneel down, but I, 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 I got nothing. It goes through his hands, literally. Right over to an, oh, to Anisimov and he scores. Ah, 
and hand. Oh, God. Okay, okay, defenseman without a stick. Fine. Whatever. And Ness is pissed. He is barking. He is yell- yelling. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd be like Gordon Ramsay. Where's the stick? Where's my bloody stick? That I'm asking for a stick. How hard is this? Guys, how bloody hard is this? You, stick. No, God, God damn, I'm asking for a goddamn hockey stick. Can somebody get me a goddamn hockey stick? I would have. I would have I gone full-blown Gordon Ramsay on him. 1-1. One, one. Okay, we'll be fine. I'm at the yard. All right, let me type out the goal. Let me type out. And suddenly the Phantom score again! What? What? Elliot Desjardins on a broken play. Assisted by Kiefer Bellos and Adam Ginning. And it's 2-1 20 seconds later. What the hell? Broken play down low and the Phantoms are up 2 nothing. <laughs> Don't give that building anything. Don't give that building anything. As Hunter Shepard was just basically left, left all alone. I don't want to say left to die, but left all alone. So, yeah. Elliot Dijon Ace with uh, his 11th. 2-1 Phantoms after one. And you could see Hunter Shepard march off like, nope, nope, no one say anything. That's it. Hey, uh, good, good period, bro. Okay, the goalie's in that type of mood. So when the goalie's in that type of mood, what do you do? You got to get him right back into it. And it's still a bit even as we go back into the to the second as well. Um, Phantoms know they have a 2-1 lead. Pat Nagel's doing just enough to keep them in it. And I'm like, okay, I've seen these games from Bears Phantoms games before. I know how this movie goes. And the Bears, well, they'll be all right. I mean, Dylan Mikkelra throws the puck up onto Dylan Strom. Wait a minute. It's a two-on-one. It's a two-on-one. Strom over to Connor McMichael. He shoots. He scores. Yes, Connor McMichael. Dust Thunder again. And he skates along the boards and does the, yeah, with the hand wave. Oh, my God. I love this kid. Connor McMichael with his sixth as a bear. And we're tied at two in the second. Yes! God, I love that. And the swagger on this kid in enemy territory. Love it. Love all of this. Give me more of that. As Connor McMichael ties it up. Great job by Strom. Good passing play. And McMichael just finishes the job. And the Phantoms, um, you know, get, give up that. That, uh, that tying goal. So um, into the third we go. And um, still a real tight game between between these two. There hasn't been a fight as of yet. But it's a close game. Shots are 24 to 15. Lehigh. Oh, I bet they had a lot of power plays. Oh, they've had two up to this point. And again, this team is tough at home. But the Bears aren't backing down either. I mean, they've had some penalties here and there. With Gabriel Carlson for hooking. Riley Sutter. A boarding call, which really could have went the other the other way. But the Bears get a power play midway through through the uh through the third. And um <clears throat> as Dijarnais went off for hooking. And all right, the Bears, they are able to set it, get things set up. Scarbosa throws it up over to Aaron Ness. Come on, guys, get the power play going. Ness over to Ethan Frank. Wines fires. He scores! Ethan Frank 
fires it from the circles and beats Pat Nagel over the glove. A laser from the circles and the Bears take the lead. 3-2, Ethan Frank, his 10th, 10 for Ethan Frank. Assist to Aaron Ness and Mike Scarbosa. 3-2 Hershey, yes! All right, okay, let's put this little baby to bed. We have a hat watch, uh, a hat watch, a hat trick watch for Ethan Frank. A roadie hat trick? It's been a while since I've seen one of these. But um, the Bears, they put this little baby to bed. We get a, some four-on-four hockey with Mickelrath and Kiefer Bellos going off for roughing. That's a take control penalty. All right, you sit, you sit too, go sit down. But it doesn't matter. The Bears, they just play that clock down. Back and forth in the Phantom Zone. And I'm watching this. Tick-tock, MFers. Tick-tock. Ian LaPierre, tick-tock. Clock's just ticking down. Clock's ticking down. I'm fine in this. Like, I'm I'm not... I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned at all. Because the Bears showed me early in the season that they can finish on the road. And that's going to be big for the next two months that we're that, that we've got ahead of us. Oh, by the way, I'm not counting Feb, I'm not counting January as the next two months. I'm counting February and March with some of the roadies we've got come got coming up. But the clock winds down. They pull Nagel. Two minutes to go. Bears hold strong. Chip out of the zone. Gorsuch up to Mason Morelli and into the empty net, and that'll send him home. Mason Morelli with the empty netter, his fifth of the season. Ten seconds left in the game. Go warm up the bus. Pack up the stuff. We gotta go. Anybody flying out of Allentown tonight? No? (laughs) Good. So Mason Morelli gets his. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Phantoms. Bears win it. Four to two the final. Great job on the boys. Good road win. Uh, a road win at PPL is always good. Alexa, play Don't Stop Me Now by Queen as we got to blast Freddy outside of the par- parking lot. Three stars went to uh, Aaron Anisimov, Elliot Dijones, and Ethan Frank, number one, with two goals on the night. Good on him. Hunter Shepard, 27 for 29, doing really, really well for himself. And the Bears... Get a road win as we close out the holidays. And that's very important. The Bears keeping that first place over over Providence. And I know I might sound like a broken record, but just going out there and getting that and getting that that uh that 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 win just really important. Really, really important. But the uh the Bears, after we got past the holiday break, well, it's time to get back to work. I mean, sure, a couple guys went home. A couple guys who are a bit more regional are able to go home. But um, some others weren't. And especially with the uh, the winter storm that came through here. Oh, no, it wasn't a snowstorm. It was a cold storm that came came through. It was only like negative one at night with wind chills of like negative nine. And uh, yeah, it, it was a little rough. But we got through the holidays. Some parts of PA better than most, but we got through it. We all had dinner. You know, we all, you know, we all enjoyed time with our families and 
24th and 25th came and went, but it was time to get back to work, including yours truly, who was doing overnights, as the Bears went back at it on the 27th, back to work as we travel up to the, uh, no, not Electrodrum, the arena in the shadow of a mountain to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins. And, um, and boy, what a game this was from, from the start. Did we do the jersey switch yet? No. No, not yet. And uh, just so everyone knows, this is the eighth time we're playing Wilkes-Barre. Eighth time this season. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, we played these guys a lot up to, up to this point. Well, they shouldn't play their rivals 12 times a year. Yeah, I know. Preacher, choir, I'm with everybody on this. I'd like to see less of Wilkes and Lehigh and a little bit more of North opponents or maybe somebody west of Ohio. You know, that part of the league exists, Hershey Bears. That part of the league exists. But that's another subject for another show. So it's still Hollandaise week and a pretty healthy schmattering up there in Wilkes-Barre, but um, a good healthy amount of bears made the travel up too. There are people who take off in between the week of Christmas and New Year's. Hopefully I become one of those people one of these days. And of course, my boys travel up to Wilkes-Barre. I'm doing, me, me and my wife were doing some um, Hollandaise, uh, post-Hollandaise uh, grocery shopping because I got the time because I'm working the overnight. And I get a text from them. Guess who's in Wilkes-Barre? Of course they're in Wilkes-Barre. I blurt out there in front of in the in the giant. Of course they are. But first period, Hershey catching Wilkes-Barre, absolutely snoozing. Oh wait, the goaltenders. Um, it is Dustin Tokarski versus Zach Fukali, and the Bears just go after Wilkes-Barre. Who still think it's the Hollandaise? And just pepper Tokarski. Winning puck battles. Getting shots and on net. Tips. Deflections. Extended uh, in... In um... Time. In the Wilkes-Barre zone. The shots were 7-1 eight minutes in. So they scored? No! It's Dustin Tokarski. It's AHL goaltender of the month in October, Dustin Tokarski. The guy who, oh, I don't know, has played eight games against us so far. Yeah, it's like these two teams really know each other. (sighs) Yeah, it's frustrating. After the first period, the shots are 15-5. 15-5 Hershey. And not one. One got past Tokarski. Not one. Any other freaking team in this league. And the Bears are probably up to nothing. Probably. But as I've listened to the Calder Farm stand. Ding. I really agree with them. Dustin Tokarski is dragging this Wilkes-Barre team. Kicking and screaming to a plus 500 record. In all honesty, Wilkes-Barre should not be in the spot where they are right now. They really shouldn't. Because, um, let me just check something here. Uh, talk amongst yourselves here for a second. Like, Wilkes-Barre's 14-9-2-3. and 
That's their record. They're they're uh, five eighty nine in terms of percentages. They should not be above five hundred. But Dustin Tokarski of of those fourteen wins, he's probably responsible for about six or seven of them. And I'm not saying that because like he's responsible for half their wins. Like he'll have amazing performances, and the team's offense wouldn't produce. Like maybe they'll get two goals, but Tokarski will get a shutout or a one goal game. Maybe it's a one nothing. Maybe he'll they'll win in a shootout because of him. Tokarski will need back surgery at the end of the season because of carrying this team. Now, the bad news for Wilkes-Barre is that if that goaltending does fail them, I, I don't think they're not going to have a chance because goaltending is all they really have. And according to the Calder Farm stand, Alex Nylander will probably want out because he's not going to get time in Pittsburgh. As a Yinzer, as someone who watches Pittsburgh, shut up, don't judge me, he has no chance of making a bottom six forward spot. None. Some of you like to, you, you remember when the, the Bears and the Capitals in like the 17, 18, and 19 squad where nobody could get bottom six time because the Capitals just wouldn't call anybody up because they had veterans in those lower roles? Yeah. We had guys like Riley Barber and all that just died in the feeders, just rotted in the minors. That's what's happening in Pittsburgh. Hollander, um, Pustinen, and Nylander, three guys who could get bottom six and penalty kill time in the NHL are not going to get with Pittsburgh because they are not going to give up those spots. So Wilkes-Barre should not be in the spot, but here they are. And here we go into the second period and the Bears get a power play. Oh, there's some good news. The Bears on the power play. Yeah, sure. This will go really well. Well, throws it over to Ethan Frank. Well, he's had a good, he shoots, he scores! Ethan Frank, another circle shot, another one. Ethan Frank, his third goal in two games. Hot winger, hot winger. Wait, what? That didn't sound right. Or maybe it did. I don't care. Ethan Frank, beautiful feed by Nest. Winds, fires, and scores. And the Bears are up 1-0 on a power play goal. Ethan Frank, his 11th. Aaron Ness, 7th assist. Mike Scarbosa. 13th goal of the season. Or 13th assist of the season. And Wilkes-Barre still continuing to get penalties. High sticking, hooking, slashing. And it's there. And once we get up to the 5 or 6 territory of penalties, we hear the... Ross, you suck! Cole Parter! Cole Parter! Is that all you got? Is that all you can really do? Man, these Pens fans crying about the refs. My God. Do it. Do some other shtick. Do some other shtick. Because that's all you got. One trick pony team. But Wilkes-Barre goes on the power play. They get set up. Oh, they're trying to do that Pittsburgh thing. Get it over to the, to the corners. And then try to go down low and into the bumper spot. Except it comes into the circles. Nylander. Kneeling one-timer scores. Well... Somebody was playing the Jake Gensel spot. I mean, yeah, it was like Latang, Crosby, down low, up to Jake Gensel in the slot, kneeling scores. Well, maybe they do have a little bit of the talent that Pittsburgh does to pull that setup off. Alex Nylander is 11th of the season. 
Valtteri Pustinen, 12th assist. Drake Caligula, not to be the, confused with the Dragula of, uh, of Rob, Rob Zombie, not that. But um, Drake Caligula with his 10th assist of the season. 1-1 between these two teams. All right, we'll get it back. We'll be fine. He's okay, guys. We got this. We'll be fine. And because uh, oh, the Bears are leading in shots, 26-15 after two. If there's anything the Hershey Bears fan base has taught taught me, shots on goal win games. Am I right, ladies? I mean, sure, one of these has got to go in. But remember, what I keep telling all you guys, this is AHL goaltender of the month, Dustin Tokarski. He ain't letting nothing in. Third period, nothing. We're going to overtime. And nothing. We beat these guys in overtime before, but... They were playing the long con. So is Hershey. They they know how to play the overtime Jenga tower. And ain't nobody messing up. They already got burned once. Uh, there, it ain't going to happen again. So we go to the shootout between these two teams. And Wilkesbury goes up first. Alex Nylander. Man, I'd be... If I was up there in Wilkesbury with the guys, I'd be so nervous during that that third period. And my wife can tell you, I was there on the couch watching this, and it's like, nobody talked to me. I have their arms crossed, nervously scrolling on the phone. Nobody talked to me. Nobody say anything. I am watching this this game. And bless her. She knows. She knows. And our hockey kids know, too. Is daddy nervous? Daddy's very nervous. And in overtime, worse. But shootout. Alex Nylander up first. Gathers the puck and it sort of rolls off the stick. All right, he recollects it, loses it, and no! He gets no shot! Doesn't even get to the circles. Your turn's done. Off the ride. Off the ride. So Alex Nylander gets nothing. Okay? First over for the Bears. Connor McMichael. Das Wunderkin takes the puck. Skates wide into the circle. Shoots. He scores! Low blocker side beats Dustin Tokarski. Philippe Hollander is up next. Oh, boy. Here we go. Skates out. He actually collects it this time. Skates over to the circles. In the slide. Shoots. Fought away by Fukali. Nicely done. All right. Mike Scarbosa. Score this goal and let's go home. Scarbosa comes in. Deeks, deeks. Shoots. Low. He stopped. Just misses and tinks the iron. I mean, it's not a hard ping, but it, it's going wide and just nicks the goal post. All right. Drake Caligula. All right, Zach, let's stop him and go home. Caligula comes in, comes in, goes high. Blocker side doesn't get it, and the Bears win it. Another rude win for the boys. Shootout win. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkesbury. Bears win it. Two to one the final in the shootout in the skills competition. Well done, boys and guys who actually get in there and shoot. It's like what I saw in the Vegas Golden Knights on their shootout. Mark Stone gets in there and shoots. It's what you're freaking supposed to do. Good job on the boys on the skills competition. Connor McMichael becoming a bit of a go-to guy. I like, see- like seeing it. Um, three stars. Zach Fukali, 24 for 25. Tokarski, 38 for 39. And Connor McMichael with the shootout winner gets the first star of the night. Get on the bus and let's go home. Road wins. Something this team couldn't do a lot of last year. And yeah, their two road wins 
were in division, not going very far. But the Phantoms, not not an easy place to go. And it's still freaking Wilkes-Barre for the eighth time. And the Bears get the win. Two to one the final. And just, you love to see it out of the boys. You really like to see it. And just, uh, I like seeing all these road wins early. But can we keep the momentum going into a big Wednesday night matchup? Really big time matchup as it's Bears welcoming the Providence Bruins to town. The first meeting between these two teams. Number one and number two in the division going against each against each other. Good goaltending against really good goaltending. And I'm there on a Wednesday night. I'm there and I'm leaving and I'm going straight to work after this. But the uh but the but um we kind of noticed something as I was heading there on Wednesday, picked up the wife feet, got there to go from her work to take her to her work, and then I leave there to go to my work. Busy Wednesday night. But I get this we from the Bears. Tonight's game is a sellout. It is sold out. And that's S-O-U-L-E-D-O-U-T. If you know that reference, you know and I love you for it. But it's a sellout. I haven't seen this before the dark times. Before the great virus. I haven't seen something like this in a while. I mean, yeah, holiday week. Bears are playing good. Two passionate fan bases come... I mean, together, Providence traveling down. Their their fan club travels well. That's going to be staying the week in Pennsylvania. So, why the heck not? Why the heck not? This should be a fun matchup between between these two these two teams. And out of Providence is being led by Bussy. That's not what it sounds like. Brandon Bussy, B U S S I. It's pronounced exactly like it's spelled. And Hunter Shepard leading the bull. It, wait, Hunt, or is it Zach Fucali? Talk amongst yourselves. Yep, Hunter Shepard leads him out. Leads him out. So let's do this. Between these two teams, two really good goaltenders going after each other. And um, good and good energetic house. Really good. Shots are low between these two teams to start. And it's like two teams that haven't really played each other, really figuring each other out. Bears still wearing white at home. <clears throat> and uh, Providence wearing more of their Boston Bruins-style type jerseys. The black body with the gold numbers and uh, the gold striping around the uh, around the waist. And it's they're, they're Boston Bruins. I miss the days when Providence actually did their own take on uh, on uh, on the Boston Bruins jerseys, but it's a dying breed in the AHL. It really is. But midway through through the first, the Bears are working the puck down low. Iorio throws it down to Massey. Massey finds Vecchione and chips it into the net. Vecchione scores. Hershey's on top, one nothing. Vecchione all alone in the slot and just puts it home. Mike Vecchione for his twelfth. Jake Massey with his fifth assist, and Vinny Iorio with his ninth assist of the season. Bears up 1-0 early. Yes! All right. Good job, boys. And one thing about Providence, they took three penalties in that period. Oscar Steen and Jacob Lukau 
taking two penalties that period. And um, this is the most penalized team in the league, but also the best penalty kill in the league. As, um, as NHL 11 once said, you want playing time on Providence? Get on the penalty kill because you're going to need it because they're, they're going to need it. But um, the Bears stand tall, and so does Providence through the first. And we get into the second, and Bears still threaten a little bit. Good chances, but they're flying wide. Same thing with Providence. Providence gets some looks, but they're shooting wide. And Providence likes to play the perimeter game. Like Providence will work around the boards, throw a puck up high, and then throw some on net, either looking for a deflection or a rebound. But if you're looking for a uh, Providence team that embodies that old Boston grit and grind type style, it is there because they have the most one-goal games in the league. But in terms of like actual gameplay, it's a lot of perimeter stuff. A lot of a lot of uh, scoring goes through their defensemen. Isn't that what we had with last year's guy? Yeah, yeah we kind of had that, except ours actually works. Ha! Anyway, but that's what Providence is. They are grimy, gritty, not not pretty type of hockey. But later on in the in the second, Connor McMichael goes to grab a puck along the board. In comes Chris Wagner, and bam! A forearm right to the head, and down goes Connor. Oh God, he's there. A little slow to get up, and Mason Morelli. Why you little get over here? Come on! No one touches Connor. No one. Just bam, bam. Wailing on him, shoves him into the board, just throwing fists, throwing hands. That's what you like to see. Mason Morelli gives zero fucks about your Bruins Bruins way, just jumps in there. Good on you, lad. Good on him. Earning up those brownie points for team for MVP of the season there, aren't you, Mason? But in all seriousness, good on him. McMichael went down the tunnel. It was close to the end of the period. And uh, Mason Morelli went down the tunnel at the end of the period. Uh, at, after the penalty, because it was five minutes, less than five minutes, just go to the locker room and we'll see after the period. Taps McMichael on the bench on the way back. And good, and you'll love to see stuff like that. But this Providence team, the Bears continuing to shut them down later on in the game. Getting sticks in lanes, bodies in lanes. Limiting Providence to still only 20 shots as we get near the end of the game. Is this really the Providence Bruins team I've heard so much about? So, is this the best? Is this the best you could muster, Providence? Hmm. Really? Who knows? Holiday break, Malaz? Who knows? But tick, 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 tick. The time winds down, and I get down near the entrance because I got to get from Hershey all the way to Carlisle. That's 40 minutes, but I'm not getting caught in park traffic and near over 10,000 people at Giant Center. Not happening. Not not today, Satan. Not today. Tick, 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 tick. Tick tock, MFers. Tick tock. One minute. Goalie gets pulled. Bears holding strong. 10 seconds left. Puck out of the zone. Bruins fling it back in for one last rush. Into the corner. The Bears take it. Providence can't get to it. Three, two, one. Win out the door. Bears win it. One nothing the final, and Hunter Shepard with the shutout. And speaking of shutout, I'm out the door, Jerry. I'm out the door. Running to my car, getting in, beating the traffic, and getting to work kind of early. But 
That's better there than getting getting there late. Bears win it. one nothing the final. Well done. Brandon Busey, Busey with 21 for 22. Vecchione, second star. And Hunter Shepard, number one star. 20 for, 22 for 22. Zeros on the board and a shutout. Good on Hunter. A pure 60-minute game against the second-best team in the entire division. Widening that lead and keeping that gap there. But that wasn't the last we'd see of Providence. We get one more with this team, and we'll take and we'll get to that game right after this. Hey, hockey fans! It's time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just five dollars pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets with like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now... On with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to DraftKings, the sponsor of this podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. And uh, before we go on to cover on the rematch between the Providence Bruins and the Hershey Bears, congratulations to Todd Nelson for with his victory on Wednesday, clinched his spot as the coach of the Atlantic Division uh, for the upcoming All-Star Game. Now, it's not like the NHL to where the uh, coach of the conference or of the divisions was, I think, last season's division winners, coach of the division winners goes to the All-Star game. In the American Hockey League, it's who has the best record by the new year gets in. It's weird, but that's how they do it. But Todd Nelson was able to clinch it, so he gets in. He gets in. Um... All four coaches have been announced by the uh, the league. Uh, do we have time to go over this? Over who all got it? Uh, yeah, uh, let's go over it real quickly. Uh, Todd Nelson of the Hershey Bears. Greg Moore of the Toronto Marlies. Neil Graham of the Texas Stars. And Mitch Love in with the Calgary Wranglers. And who doesn't want more love in Calgary? So those will be your four, four coaches that will be re, uh, respect will be representing their respective di- divisions in the 2023 All Star Classic in uh, at Bell Place in Laval, Quebec, Canada, which will take place on February 5th and 6th. So um, congratulations to Todd Nelson for getting it. Good on him, and just. You know, not really much more to uh, to say about it. Just that he's deserved it. He's got a really good team underneath his belt and has coached the Bears really well so far. So good on him. Good on him. Represent us well. And I made sure to ask the uh, the Bears fan base to who they think is going to go to the uh, the All Star uh, All Star Classic or event. The two bigger names I've heard so far is Ethan Frank and Hunter Shepard. Honestly, 
I think Shepard gets it. It could be Shepard and Tilkarski or Shepard, Tilkarski, and maybe and maybe Bussy. Possibly. I gotta be careful how I say that. But that that's just how it is. Those are the three that could go if they take three goaltenders. The two goalies could be Hunter and Tilkarski or Hunter and Bussy. God. <laughs> I've got that in Providence, and I've got Sam Ennis down here with the Bears. Jesus. Anyway, you know, but the Bears will have healthy representation up there in Laval, and it's going to happen this year, darn it. It's going to happen, because next year, we're going to San Jose. Uh, My buddy Nick is heading north of the border for the All-Star. Anyway, the Bears go back at it against Providence on a Saturday night in Hershey. Well, Saturday afternoon, because it is New Year's after all. And we take on the Providence Bruins again as Providence went up to Wilkes-Barre and took them down 3-2 with uh, with Bussy getting a win up there. So now in net, we get our, our old buddy, Keith Kincaid. How you doing? Why, I haven't seen you since Hartford. Wait a minute. I haven't seen you since Hartford? You need to get out more. <laughs> so Keith Kincaid leads him out. And uh, for the Bears... I want to say it's Hunter Shepard again. Yeah, it's Hunter. Hunter goes out there again. And let's go. These two teams know each know each other. And the Bears pressing Kincaid early. Vecchione shot. Scarbosa secondary attempt. And Keith Kincaid, he's down. He's trying to do snow angels in the crease. Doesn't, I? does he have it? Ethan Frank pokes it in to the net. They score. They score. 30 seconds in. Kincaid's pissed. He had it. Ref's like, nope. Didn't have it. It's a goal. Never frozen. It's in. Always fresh. Never frozen. Scores Ethan Frank. His 12th of the season. Scarbosa and Vecchione. Uh, Vecchione with his 15th assist. And Scarbosa with his 14th assist of the season. All right. Picking up right where we left off. This will be great. Bears taking it to Kincaid. He looks shaky. It's like a pitcher that gave up a home run in the first inning. You get to him. And the Bears start peppering shots as Providence. Oh, look, they take penalties yet, a, yet again. And uh, Kale Kessie and LeBate Kessie gets a little bit of a show, get a bit of a stick near his ribs. And like, all right, let's go. Grabs it. Bam, bam. Just throwing hands on LeBate. Hitting him unprotected bam on the top of his head and everybody's going nuts in our section Woo! fighting yeah fighting yeah let him go but it wasn't really fighting he's just hitting the back of his helmet that's hurting cassie more than the guy it's not like he's getting really any body shots in or anything uh kids these days they want their instant fights and instant this little do they know that the fights that they saw on youtube of the 80s and 90s was games and months of frustration, of shutouts and blowouts, peppering and and simmering a rivalry that boiled over in frustration. It's not it's not a fight that gets born out of two minutes. No, no, those epic fights you'd see they were from months of stewing and simmering. But oh well, this is this is the Graham and TikTok generation. This is just what I deal with. Speaking of dealing with, there appears to be a drunk couple behind us. Oh, well, let them have fun. Let them. Because there is a healthy, another healthy, healthy smattering of Bears fans tonight. Eight to 9,000 healthy. I mean, this crowd's ready to go. They are. 
hey, the Bears are playing well. People are going to show up, as is the nature of the beast in hockey. But Providence, uh, Luke Taparensky just takes the puck all the way around and gets into the high spot. Little backhand floater, dribbles up the air and goes into the net. Oh, my God. Hunter, what are you doing? He never saw it. He had like three guys in front of him, and the puck just went right into the net. Just landed. Okay. Providence ties it. Luke Toporitsky with his 10th, and uh, Samuel Allison with the assist, and Oscar Steen with the assist as well. Okay. 1-1 after one. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. He's okay, guys. We got this. And Providence continues taking penalties in the second. But they're not letting it get get to him. Providence works the puck around again. Justin Sabinsko finds Jacob Lukow alone. He scores. 2-1. Providence. All right. All right. All right. Can't lead them all the whole time. But Providence comes right back down two minutes later, charging in. Georgi Moreliev leading a charge on the net. And in comes Massey, pushes a guy down. He falls into Shepard, who gives up a rebound. And Mark McClecky shoots. He scores. Hunter's down. Goalie interference much? Ref, look. Hunter was down. But remember what I said a minute ago, Bears fans. Remember what I said a minute ago. Messi pushed a Providence Bruins guy into Hunter. It was friendly fire. You took out your own freaking goalie. But Providence takes the lead. 3-1. And the Boo Birds are out. Oh my goodness. Oh my. All right. Okay. All right. Let's just get back to work. Let's try to put it put it behind us. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let, let, let's try to put this behind us. And later on the bear period, the Bears get their fourth power play of the period. Come on, guys. You got to do something. You got to score on this. You're 0 for freaking 5 on this team. And the Bears, Scarbosa, Tavecchione, over to Frankie, shoots, he scores! Ethan Frank scores on the power play yet again! His fourth goal as I've been doing this. His 13th of the season. 3-2 Bears as we head into the third. And oh boy, did we go into the third. Another power play for the boys. Connor McMichael, the second squad. Actually trying to, trying to get some time on there. Todd Nelson mixing up his lines because we still don't have Sam Ennis. Bobby Nardella's still out. Pilon's still out. We're missing that power play firepower, for lack of better words. But Scarbosa in the slot. Kevin O'Neill kneeling one-timer. He scores! Beats Kincaid, chicken wing, goal, and we're tied! Yes, yes, yes! And we're tied 3-3. Kevin O'Neill from South Carolina. First HO goal. Hugs all around. We are tied at three. Yes, power play goal. Two for freaking nine. Two for seven at this point. Jesus. And the Bears are, are out shooting Providence. 32 to set thir- 32 to 13 by this point. And we're tied at three. Providence loves to play these type of games. But Providence with the power play of their own. Connor Carrick feeds it down low to Mor- Morachev. 
over to Chris Wag Chris Wagner. Wasn't he the guy who who beat who had shot Connor? He was kneeling one timer scores. Oh, what a rifle! All alone in front, and it's four three Providence with about thirteen minutes to go in the third. All right, the boys do love their adversity, so let's get back into this. Couple minutes later. Bears lead a charge down in. Connor McMichael works a puck on the goal line. Shoots. Puck bobbled around. Down goes Kincaid. And they score. They score. We're tied. Connor McMichael does. Funderkin has done it again. He did it. And it's no goal. Wait, what? Let No goal immediately waved off. What happened? What? I know Kincaid fell down, but wasn't the puck in beforehand? And we're going to replay. We go to the video booth, and we see it up on the big board. I don't know who came along and got him. Was it Scarbosa or somebody? Gets Kincaid. Down goes Kincaid. There goes the puck right over him and into the net. No, it's the right call. It is the right call. And the boo birds and the hissing and the Facebook armchair referees, everybody comes out. The venom is boiling at this point. The, everybody's pissed. I'm trying to tell people on the Facebook page, look, it's the right call. You may not like it, but it's the right call. Kincaid went down. No, he flopped. No, he didn't. It's right there on the board. Look at it. You must be as blind as, as the refs. Screw you. I'm sorry, Bears fans, that I'm not refs bad, Bears good type thing. I'm not going to stand here and bullshit all of you. Take off your cocoa-colored specs and look at what's in front of you. But no, you don't want that. You want the call each and every time. It was the right one. Kincaid got interfered with. And if it was the other way around, you'd want it waved off. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Your Hershey chocolate cake, I should say. But don't give me this bullshit online. The refs are out to get us. The Bears got screwed. No, the only screwing that you're doing it... I should stop. I should stop. I should. But we get the one last media timeout. Somebody's getting recognized. Oh, it's it's one of the refs' last game? It's Terry Koharski? What are you doing? What? This game? This is the fucking game that Koharski's going to go out on? An arena that hated him? Oh my god. Oh my god. Could you make this any more awkward? It reminded me of like the, the Phantom of the Opera scene from um, uh, Hotel Transylvania. Awkward. And I'm sitting up there. I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, awkward. Yeah. Way to get everybody going. But the clock winds down. And it's not enough. Bears can't even get the last couple shots. Providence knows how to penalty kill, so they know how to handle the the six on five. Providence wins 4-3 the final. Yep, winning streak comes to an end. Mike Scarbosa gets third star with three assists. Ethan Frank with two goals, but Chris Wagner gets number one star with the game-winning goal. Hunter Shepard, 17 for 21. And Keith Kincaid, 38 for 41. And... I'll say this, and oh well, 
well, the Bears don't want to... I bet they're a second-place team now. The Rebs don't want to see the Bears in first place. First off, shut the fuck up. Secondly, the Bears are still in first. We ain't going to see Providence again for a while. So you know what? Go out there and enjoy your New Year's because by midnight, you're not going to be thinking about the game anyway. So Bears are still first place in the Atlantic with 47 points. Are they number one in the entire league? Yes, yes, they are. Shut up. Providence sits at second with 43. Charlotte in third with 35. Bridgeport with 34. Wilkes-Barre and Springfield with 33. Lehigh with 31. And Hartford with 28. As the Calder Farms Dan has said, it really is Hershey, Providence, and everybody else. This Bears team is still good. And a Bears fan said this on... um, on uh, on the fan club page when I asked about the All-Star, and he's actually right. This is a really balanced offensively team. What about Ethan Frank? It, there's nobody on the Bears that's in the top 10, top 15, and Mike Vecchione, who I think leads the team, is 25th in the league. I mean, there are better scorers than what we have individually on other teams. But Mike Vecchione leads the Bears with 18 points. Ethan Frank with 13 goals. And Scarbosa with 16 assists. The Bears have a very balanced offense. I mean, sure, Frank Vecchione and Scarbosa, 13, 12, and 10. You've LaPierre, who's kind of cooled off. Sam Ennis, he's injured. And Connor McMichael's worked his way up there. Henrik Bjorkstrom, who's been fighting COVID. He has five. Mason Morelli has cooled off a little bit. And Bobby Nardella with three, who's trying to get back from injury as well. So a couple of our top guys, Ennis and Bjorkstrom, are fighting through injury. And what we've been able to do to go on this run while still facing some injury and adversity, adversity still pretty damn good. Still pretty freaking, freaking good as we've won our past five out of six and, you know, eight out of our last 10, you know, finding ways to win, finding ways to get it done. So, you know what? As much as you all want to complain about the refs, there's still a lot to love about this team. And there's a lot more games to be played. Should be fun times as we head toward the halfway pole of the season. So what's on deck for the boys? Next weekend, it is Saturday the Charlotte Checkers come into town. It's Toyota Trucker n- Hat Night. Oh boy, that ought to be interesting. And the eighth is Hershey Park Pass Night. Oh boy. Oh goody, he says wearing the sarcasm hat. The Bears ha- are in the midst of a six-game um, home um, run. As the following weekend, we'll get a double dose of the Thunderboids before the boys head on the Canadian mini Canadian roadie, we'll have some Lehigh games, and then Springfield to end the month of January, a very busy month of January, because the 14th will be Chris Bork jersey retirement night, expect a specialty jersey that night of probably number 17, hopefully they bring back the big swatting bear jersey just for one night, so the holidays are over, Bears fans, the holidays are over, and it's going to be soon time to get busy on this season. Championships are not won in the first half of the season, but they start to become solidified in the upcoming months. 
very big for the boys coming up. And that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Four games to get through, lots of stuff, but you know what? It's good to be back from the holidays. And if you like this podcast, please give us a like or a subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to. We will have a Friday face-off this week. I'll be getting back into the swing of those as we have a lot of weekday and a lot more hockey to be played. It's winter, everyone. It's hockey season here in Hershey, so let's get at it. And above all else, go Bears! We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!